Good morning or afternoon, and welcome back to the Sunday Recap. Woo! Woohoo! Good to be with you guys today. Interesting. <laughs> I like the shades, bro. That's good. Good touch. Yeah. Moses needed a a blanket. <laughs> Need shades. I get it. That's cool. Um, hey, welcome back. We are excited as this is our first uh, Romans recap. Um, if you were here this Sunday, we did an intro and a challenge uh, to our community, which um, I thought Ryan did a really good job at that. Um, and so uh, we're going to be talking about that th- uh, this morning. And every time we get together, we'll be recapping, trying to go a little bit more in depth, maybe give some practicals of how we can actually live this out. Um, if you have any questions, you can email us at info at myfreewaychurch.com or you can go to our Instagram, myfreewaychurch, and post any questions or thoughts, especially as we go through the series, maybe what stuck out to you. Um, and yeah, and is today the last day or was? Today. Well, for sweatshirts? It Wednesday, right? Oh, yeah, yeah Tuesday. So it will oh, have already so passed. So it'll be too late if you didn't sign up. Sorry. Uh, no sweatshirt for you. Um, but yeah, we are we are excited for that. So reach out to us and let's get on with it. So we usually start off with a question. Um, and the question today would be, what is your favorite, what was your favorite uh, drink when you were a kid? Orange Tang. Mm. What From what ages? Like... Probably like three or four to like, I remember drinking when I was young to like 10, but my mom, I would drink it cold, but my mom, if I was sick, would heat it up for me. I don't like, I would drink it warm. Really? Which feels weird now, but (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I guess the warm liquid makes it feel better. Orange tang, is that like an orange orange juice? Yeah, it was like like a a powder. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, cool yeah. You know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? Yeah. yeah, I remember that. It was in like a turquoise, turquoise. Uh, With an orangutan uh, on, yeah, the yeah, t- yeah. on the front. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow, okay. <laughs> I think as a kid, it was probably like an apple juice or Kool-Aid. But when I got into probably like fifth grade, it was Coke. Mm. And I would drink Oh, graduated. Coke nice. all the time. Nice. And my mom had the limit how much I would drink per day. Did your mom like Diet Coke? She still loves Diet Coke. Yeah, I feel like that generation. She's Diet a DC Coke, girl. They, I, I think they like. I think they're Coke. like, oh, this is the best of evils. Yeah. And we have that with like my morning. She would eat that yeah. with her like her tuna on a cracker. Right. Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> this oh. is so <laughs> disgusting, mom. <laughs> She's like, I'm on a diet, the three day diet or whatever <laughs> it's called back then. <laughs> but you're so a DC funny. girl too. I right? love Diet Coke. Yeah, I prefer it. Something about that aspartame. Do you, do you like that aspartame? I can't. Do you do not it. like uh, Coke Zero? Not as much. Because it's Coke Zero is kind of the same. Yeah, but it doesn't right, have right. the aspartame. I don't is aspartame. it stevia instead? I think it's stevia. Okay. Yeah. Stevia is a horrible taste. It, it has I'm such not, a bad like aftertaste. Stevia. You're like, oh, this is good. And then it's, it's like chalk. That's it's like what yes. I think about Diet Coke, though, is the aftertaste. Nah. That's why I do, the, I do the real thing. <laughs> yeah, it's That's awesome. Go for it. That's awesome. What about you? Um, growing up as a kid, we used to have like the Tropicana Mexican orange juice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was probably like upbringing. The yeah, cheap. It was the cheapest one. cheapest drink to buy, so it was the easiest one. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, growing up, liking drinking Coke now, um, and so yeah, interesting. I love to. We love to know what your favorite drink was when you when you were a kid, or even now. Um, 
let's go ahead and jump into this this uh, the Romans recap um, as we like kind of keep it under about 20, 30 minutes. And so love to hear your feedback just overall um, before we kind of get into specifics. What your thought was of the recap? It was the first time we've done something like this. Um, yeah. Usually we kind of just jump into it. You know, I did say something on Sunday, and it's so funny because um, I didn't mean it this way. Um, but I had people come up to me and 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 say say some uh, say some tell me something, which made me think that um, maybe I said it in the wrong way. I just said that Romans is probably like the first like real hard book that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, what I meant by that is like kind of like a long kind of a theological epistle. We've done Ephesians, which is amazing. We've done uh, Nehemiah. We've done, you know, we've done like obviously some great books. Mm-hmm. So I had someone come to me and be like, oh, it's about time. Like, I'm really excited that we're really getting serious or something like that. And I was like, oh, well, that's not <laughs> what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, I think it's the first, kind of, for me, Romans and Hebrews are like those two books that you kind of wait to do after you've been in church for like 10 years. Because mm-hmm. it is kind of a, a bigger book. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I didn't mean mean that we weren't, you know, I think someone said, um, it's good that we're going to solid food. Yeah. It's like, well, that's not what I meant. <laughs> but anyways. All the Bible is solid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, it's funny. I was one of the things I was, I was thinking, too, when the person said that, how easy we think, like, is like certain books of Bibles are milk and some certain books are food. Like, yeah. solid food. like that, oh, does, that doesn't so make any sense. Yeah. Anyways, if you're listening, that's not what I meant. We've we've been eating solid food f- for the last four years. Yeah. Um, this is just as a preacher, it is a a big book to take on mm-hmm. um, early into leading a church. That's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. Um, but love to hear what your guys' thoughts were. Uh, as it's the first time we did like an intro Sunday, we usually try to just jump into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to really take the time to like go through it and and um and kind of like talk about it and give some challenges. So love to hear your mm-hmm. thoughts. Yeah, I thought the context was great. The the intro lead into it um yeah like you said we've never done this before but i thought it was really helpful and like just to give a background context and like a it was like a background and also a look forward into like how to prepare for this series in your heart you know and i thought it was really really good yeah i thought it was cool the way he highlighted the impact that the book of Romans has had on yeah. huge mm-hmm. fathers, of the, fathers of the faith for us. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool and um, helpful just for my own heart of, man, if these mm. guys who I look look to for inspiration and help and guidance and insight and wisdom, it's like, hey, if they were really about Romans, mm-hmm. like, hey, I should, my heart should be a little more open to it. Because I, I do get a little bit like, oh, mm. when I read <laughs> Romans, because it is so... Mm-hmm a punch to the face in many ways and it's mm. good truth, but it's sometimes hard to digest, you know? Yeah, no, it's good. Mm. Yeah. I thought it, w- I thought it was really helpful. Again, I think Rod did a really good job and kind of unfolding the big picture of it. Um, and if you, g- I think it's Bible project. If you go on YouTube, um, they do a really good job. I, l- I listened to it yesterday on the way of taking Gemma to school. It's like a 20 minute drive. So I was able to listen to it there and back. Um, and they, they do an overview of the book of Romans, which is where a lot of stuff Ryan got his stuff from. Uh, but it's helpful if you're looking f- to listen to something, mm. go to YouTube Bible Project, um, Book of Romans, and it's like a four-part series, uh, about 15, 20 minutes each. And it just kind of lays out the different parts of Romans. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think that's helpful um, if you're looking for something to kind of listen to um, as, you're, as you're on the way to work or even before you go to bed or you wake up. Um, his first point was Romans is saturated with the gospel. Mm-hmm. Love to hear your thoughts uh, on that as we are about to go into it. Um, 
I thought that was a great point. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it, I mean, the whole Bible, it's pointing to the beauty of the gospel and pointing us to that. But I think, I think Romans does such a good job at just like laying it out in really clear terms for us. And so, um, for it to be both truth and like full of the grace of the gospel as well, it's, I thought that that was insightful for me as I was kind of thinking through that. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I agree. One of the things that uh, quotes he puts, Tim Keller says, the church is not a museum for steam saints, but a hospital for broken sinners. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just how much we all need the gospel. I love the fact that he talks about how the king kicked out the Jews and five years later they came back and how the church was completely different than what it was five years ago because there's broken people and mm. and um, and people who uh, who need Jesus and need the gospel. Um, and, and, and Paul is writing to them and saying, hey, you know, uh, in the gospel, we're all at the same level. We're all, you know, we're all equal at the cross. It's mm-hmm. not about your birthright but it's about what you know jesus birth and and what he's brought and um and it's so helpful i was listening to uh, a podcast yesterday um uh and uh with john mark comer and he was talking about how so many of us i think especially in the south um think that we're still like in christendom we're still like you know Mm -hmm. um and, and maybe it's some parts of it maybe texas and maybe some parts of north carolina it's still very much like that but the reality is is that we're really living in babylon you know, mm-hmm. like we really are a sinful, a sinful country. We are a sinful s- country and we're doing sinful things. And there's not many differences that are from us in Babylon, which, you know, f- in the in the Bible world, we would look at Babylon as being like the place we don't go to, the place we kind of walk around and, and who took over um, Israel and captured them and Babylonians. It was like this like crazy time. And we would in some ways hate the Babylonians, you know, mm-hmm. um, like Jonah hated Nineveh. And but the reality is, is we're in Nineveh. We are about we are we are Babylon, and and how much the gospel is needed. And as much as Paul is writing to them, um, trying to figure out how do you live in a complex world, um, in and outside of the, the church, it's very true for us that the gospel has to be the pinnacle of what uh, empowers us and unites us, um, as we are a church that is diverse. You know, and we want to be more diverse, mm-hmm. right? We don't just be a, a kind of one-dimensional church with one race and one political standing and one ideology and one, you know, personality and all that stuff. Like we want to be diverse. We want people to disagree, a holy disagreement between how we do things and be able to talk about it and walk it out and learn from each other. And you can't do that unless the gospel is saturated, mm. um, because it easily kind of becomes fleshy and we kind of just you know um, mess it up. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah, I would agree. Um, uh, he says that uh, I love. He says R.C. Sproul tells us the commentary of the Gospel of God is helpful to think about the Bible as not as a book but as a library, but of course a collection of six six books. He says the Romans would be kind of a comprehensive study of the Christian doctrine, and I think that is it's like this understanding of the Gospel. And Paul does a really good job. And I also think too one of the reasons why I think Romans is kind of more um, in your face and um, more complex than maybe other epistles or uh, other books in the New Testament is, uh, you know, the, the Bible is inspired by the Holy Spirit written, you know, um, by man, inspired by the, by the Holy Spirit. 
But I do think that there's elements of like the person who's writing. Mm-hmm. And Paul just was a very complex person. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was different than even any of the disciples. Because disciples like the gospels are beautiful, beautiful books. But they're kind of evolving books. Mm. And you get you get the writer's personality also in there. And so but Paul's was very stark. It was very killing, you know, ravishing churches to like you know, starting churches. Yeah, you know, it was like, churches. and so I think, I think, he, mm-hmm. I think, I think that's why it's also complex is that the writer himself is is that you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and so you kind of get that included into um, into that, which is really exciting. So I'm excited that we get to hear more about the gospel. Um, the second point he says is Ro- uh, Roman uh, Romans was written to instruct, strengthen, and unify. What is one thing that you would love our church to be strengthened by or unified on in regards to just as we as we kind of look out as you guys are leaders in our church, what is one thing that you would love to like, man, it'd be nice if we were strengthened as we're going through the book of Romans or unified um, or instructed or instructed to do something. That's my grace. Um, I think, I think not that we don't have this at all, but I think like just a passion for, permission would be really like great (laughs) and if we were strengthened in that and like provoked to Mm -hmm. share the gospel and and in romans it says like i'm not ashamed of the gospel and so if we like kind of took that on and in our life and like as we live on mission beyond a sunday morning just to be strengthened and like a greater like call to mission, I think. Mm. Evangelism. Yeah, mm. yeah, I was just thinking of, I think that Romans is very clear on things and the way we're to live mm-hmm. in the world and context in which we live. So I think that to see our church built up in truth and then also like saturated with the gospel as they live out that truth and as they share that truth with people and to not hold back truth because it could potentially make someone feel uncomfortable or Mm -hmm. um, insecure um, or even judged that we, we do have a call to live in truth and to um, hold to the tenets of um, of the faith. And I think that Romans does a good job laying a lot of those things out. And so for us to be built up in that truth, to be able to, um, stand strong and to be people of truth and then also to share that saturation of the gospel along with that would be would be really special hmm. yeah I, I um i think both of those are, are really uh, p- powerful and i think that's a lot what our church would be awesome if we like walked in those things um i think to add to it um i would love to see our church strengthened um to the point where we really just put God first, you know, mm-hmm. um, and decisions that we make and choices that we decide on, um, mm-hmm. that God, that God ultimately and his word and his Holy spirit, um, uh, is looked at first, you know? Um, and I think, I think, it, I think in today's world in general, I think we make so many decisions kind of flippantly. I think we kind of just go with the flow. We kind of just go with what, what may be the best solution in our heads. And, we just don't, we're not, I doesn't feel like we're desperate enough to really call on God unless we're in a desperate, desperate situation. And mm-hmm. suddenly we're praying, Lord, Lord, what do I do now? You know? 
Yeah. Um, and if it's like, if we would have prayed earlier, probably wouldn't even be in that situation, you know? But it's mm-hmm. like, really through the, I'm hoping through the book of Romans, we see the power of God, we see the majesty of God, the glory of God. And in that, even if we live in a complex, a diverse church and diverse world, we're learning how to make um, gospel-centered decisions. Mm-hmm. And um, I think from there, um, gospel decisions, decisions really produce fruitfulness, you know, and and seeing fruit just kind of played out in our lives um, and, and the things that we're living in. Um, the last thing he, he talks about is we want Romans to ignite a passion for the gospel. Mm. Um, Tim Keller o- often said, he, he said before that um, the gospel is not just the ABCs, but the XYZs. It's, it's the whole gambit. The, the gospel is the whole Bible. It's the go- you, you never outgrow the gospel. You never kind of, you know, graduate from the gospel, move on to something else. You know, the gospel is a story of, is a story uh, of, of uh, redemption. It's the, it's it's a story of Jesus. It's 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 what he's done for us on the cross. And so, um, what would it look like for you personally? Um, you know, wh- what are you hoping that you ignites you um, in the sense of uh, to be ignited for the gospel? What would that look like? Wh- what could that look like um, for you to be ignited yourself? With that ideal personified to it. I think that. <coughs> I I think that we're as a family in a in a good season. Um but I also think that we're pretty comfortable too and things are going well, which is definitely um something to be excited about. But I also think that there there are things that God maybe is calling us to as well that I really I really want to be open to whatever he might call us to. And even if it looks foolish or um, resources aren't necessarily overflowing, that we would just step out to to do what what God has called us to. Um, and the other thing, just in in being a dad, that I I think that there's some missed opportunity within my family to really like share my passion for the gospel with my kids and trying to figure that out at their different ages and things. But I think that that would be another way to kind of live it out and ignite it for my kids and not just for myself personally. Yeah. I think that we, I, and I think a lot of Christians can kind of become like complacent in, in your salvation. I, does that make sense? Like, I was saved a long time ago, and so I don't think about it very often or whatever. But um, to be ignited for the gospel and and to like remember what Jesus has done and to to share that as well with with strangers and people I know, my family, um, and to like ignite that in our home too as a family. I think you're right that like we we have been content, and so again that can kind of lead to complacency, but just to like be consistently remembering who God is and, and what his call for us is as a family and as people mm-hmm. as Christians. Yeah. 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 I think, I think for myself, um, you know, I think it's, I think it's uh, the, the journey of continually moving from the head to the heart, to the hands and just wanting to be faithful every day to to the call that god has on on myself Mm. and the call god has on our family um 
And so just being faithful to say yes. I think that the simplicity of just putting my yes on the table mm. every day and allowing the power of the gospel to, uh, through the Holy Spirit to empower me to say yes and to live out, um, you know, the small things. Because I often think it's like, w- I think we we would say yes. I think we think we would say yes to the big things. Um, but I think I think God's more you know, asking us just to say yes, you know, in general. And yeah. a lot of times, 90% of the times, it's the small things. Mm. Um, I think I prepare us for, like, the big things. Um, so I, I think for me, myself, and my family, as we are moving in, in a couple of weeks, like, it's a new season, just, you know, like, okay, Lord, what does it look like for us to say yes um, to your will? And, and, and because the gospel is so glorious and the gospel is so beautiful and it's, and it's enough. Um, we gave five challenges out as we, as we um, uh, prepare to kind of go into it. And the first one is to be in the word, uh, to read through Romans, to listen to Romans, to meditate on Romans, to memorize Romans. Um, second one was to have a heart of learning. As we come, uh, as we enter the word, uh, once heard someone say, you know, you don't read scripture, let scripture read you. And that whole idea is like as we read or let in the Bible to really affect our hearts rather than just trying to get it for knowledge. Yeah. Number three is to be present on Sunday morning, challenging people to show up. Um, we live in a culture where we really just don't show up as much because we can watch online or because there's just things we got to do. And, um, and just really saying, hey, we're going to be part of this community. We're part of this, uh, what God's doing. And we're going to be there as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Number four, uh, share and work out what you've learned with others. Um, texting, calling, you know, r- encouraging people with word. Um, and then the fifth one is invest into your own learning, whether that's buying commentary or that's buying a Bible or it's getting a notebook and a pen, writing it out. We're going to have our notebooks available this Sunday. Uh, for the first section, the first 16 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like being faithful to writing notes down and actually taking them home and meditating on them and mm-hmm. using them as a devotion and really taking advantage of um, the series and really trying to say, hey, we're, we as a church and as individuals want to take it um, deeper. We don't want to just be surface. We don't want to just be kind of going through the motions. We really want to uh, take his word for his word and see what could possibly ha- happen if we all just said yes? Or what could possibly happen if we all just jumped in, you know? Yeah. Um, to a greater degree. Um, love to finish with just encouragement from from you guys. What encouragement do you give as we start? Um, and as we head into kind of week one of Romans, what would you like to say? It's Wednesday, middle of the week. Uh, what would you like uh, to encourage them with? I think just take this week before we start... <coughs> And like in prayer and also considering these challenges of like what, how can I like prepare my heart to, to get the most out of this series as I can and like, yeah, to take, take these, take this series seriously, but also like the challenges seriously and, and actually like commit to it, you know, as a church. I think just the simple prayer of Lord, just teach me. (laughs) <laughs> just mm-hmm. the humble approach of I don't know everything, though I maybe have read this book or this chapter or this verse 17 times. And it's just this, Lord, just teach me again. He's the one that leads us into truth. We don't lead ourselves into truth mm. typically. So asking him to do that, and I think he'll be faithful with that simple mm-hmm. prayer. That's mm-hmm. one of the things I've been praying for myself for this um, for this series. Yeah. Yeah, I would encourage you... Um, to to really count the cost, um, we see parables where Jesus 
um, rebukes one in the story because he didn't finish. He didn't have enough money to finish building the house, or he hid his money in the ground, and um, and it, it seems like those parables and what Jesus always tries to share us is it's almost like just go for it, you know, um, mm. and rely on Him to really count the costs, um, and and. And just say, hey, if I'm really gonna do this, I need to spend. I need. I need to put some time in my calendar to sit down and meditate on Jesus, um, to allow the, the formations of the gospel to shape me and to to uh, call me to something greater. And so, and then um, the, the second thing would just be, don't give up. You know, things just take time. We talked about on Sunday. It takes time to mature. It takes time to grow. And so often we live in such a, a quick pace, kind of like a drive-through generation that. We, we just want to, like, change overnight, and it just doesn't happen, mm-hmm. you know. Um, even to kind of rewire the brain of all the negative things we say, it takes weeks, you know, mm-hmm. for it to even, for new pathways to get developed. And so yeah. it just takes time. And, and so I think don't give up. Keep pushing through. Um, count the cost. And ready yourself for the journey. Uh, if someone's going to go race, uh, you know, a marathon, they, they ready themselves with time to get ready for it. You wouldn't necessarily do that if you're taking a walk around the neighborhood, right? And and the reality is is that we can't take walks around the neighborhood in the gospel. Um, and they're okay. They're nice walks. They're quick. They're around the corner. Get your heart rate a little bit up. You know, it's a beautiful little view. But there's so there's so much more to, ha- to be had when you've prepared and go the long journey. And you go miles and miles and you see different things and your heart's working more than it should. And, and it's like, it's, it's really like all cylinders. There's something, there's something different about that. So we're just saying that we don't want to be a church that just continues to walk around the corner. We want to be a church that runs the marathons yeah, and fights for it and, 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 and works for it, you know, not in workspace, but just works to gain those muscles that we don't have. And right. so I hope you're encouraged by this, um, this, this Sunday, nine and 11 uh, with the in between, uh, we'd love to see you there. Invite a friend out. This is a great opportunity to invite a friend out um, who's interested in church, uh, who's interested um, in just finding community. It's an easy way to invite your friend. And again, if you want to reach out to us, info My Freeway Church or My Freeway Church on Instagram, Facebook. You can con- you can message us. Um, and we'd love to see you this Sunday. See you later. Adios.